0: In other words, God has it already prepared for us. Oh, and and he said, unfortunately, the person said, as the person was taking a tour of heaven, he said, unfortunately, a lot of times, uh, we got an abundance of body parts because people aren't believing God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Somebody say, believe God, and you will see the glory of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And 1 John 3, 8, It says here, for this purpose, the second part, uh, uh, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And the works, listen, Jesus went around healing and delivering and everywhere he went, that's the reason why he had crowds. He was either casting out demons or healing the sick. And in the process, some people that were dealing with issues were demonic issues and they needed to be delivered from a demon to be healed. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? That's why it talks about that in the, in the Great um, Commission. Amen? So, so, so we need to understand this, that God has prevailing provision for healing, divine health in the Old Testament. I want to say this. If God had it in the Old Testament and the New Testament is based on better com- uh, promises, then he has it for the New Testament believer. In the Old Testament, it says here... Uh, ...for conditions of healing in Exodus 15, 26... It says, uh, uh, ...it says, if you diligently heed to the voice of the Lord your God... ...and do what is right in his sight... ...give ear to his commandments and keep his statues... ...I will put none of the diseases on you... ...which I have brought on the Egyptians... ...for I am the Lord that healeth you. Now, when you read this... Uh, ...a lot of times it says, uh, it says, I will put none of the diseases... But when that was translated, uh, uh, there was this one man uh, that 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 was a uh, a scholar in in Hebrew and uh, uh, in the Hebrew language, and uh, his name was Dr. Robert Young, and he he said when the translators translated it, they translated it in the cause of the cause of the sense instead of the permissive sense. And really, it could have been translated in the permissive sense, which means instead of God putting it on you, God is permitting it to come on you. Are you hearing what I'm saying to today? In other words, God allows, in other words, he gives his word and he says, if you hearken diligently to my voice and follow me. But if you don't, these things will come on you. In other words, we have a hedge of protection around us when we're walking in God. But when we walk outside of God, outside of his covenant, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Then the enemy can come in and see God will listen. God won't commission you, but he will permit you to go rob 7-Eleven right after the service today. He's not going to stop you. If you say, I'm going to go rob 7-Eleven. He will permit you to do it. He's not going to stop you, but he's not going to commission. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So God has provision for healing, and he did that. And this is interesting. I was thinking about this today. God gave this command to the Israelites. And he said, basically, if you diligently heed my voice, do what's right in my sight, give ear to my commandments, and keep my statutes, I'll put none of the diseases or I will allow none of the diseases to be brought upon you, which was put on, on the which was allowed to be put on the Egyptians. So, so what was interesting to me is God would not give a command, even to the Old Testament people, without them being able to keep it. Have you ever thought about that? In other words, they had the ability, because the most powerful thing you possess is your will. And your will is what God has given us. Mankind, we have free will. And because we have free will, we can choose to do right or we can choose to do wrong. Your will, not even the devil, can control your will. I, heard, I was listening to this one lady that was delivered from a demon... And this demon was making her do a lot of things, and she was delivered. But she said in an interview, she said the devil couldn't make her do anything, even though she had a demon in her. She could choose to do what she, what the devil told her to do, or not. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Just like God gives us free will, and He moves on our hearts, and He wants us to do good. You know, you know. Yesterday, I was, I was, you know. Uh, Going out, I had to go get some gas, and I had to come back to prepare for my sermon. And, and Yin said, you know, I, I, need, I need to go to the store. I need to go to the dollar store to pick up some stuff for the, um, for, for the Sunday school uh, this morning. And I just said, okay. And I knew she was hinting around for me to go to the dollar store. And so I just said, okay, I'm going to get gas. I'll be back because I need to get into my sermon and my studies. You know what I'm talking about? And I just kind of blew it off, you know. And I'm driving and the Holy Spirit was saying, you know, you, you ain't right. You need to call her up and ask her what does she want from the dollar store. You need to go get it. You know? <laughs> are you hear what I'm saying today? But I was like, you know, I, I, I had already set what I wanted to do. Get gas, come back, get to my office, work on the sermon. I have a, Are you listening to what I'm saying today? <laughs> yeah. Somebody say trust and obey. Because there's no other way. To be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. And you know what? God wants us trusting him. And he said, I'll take care of your studies. You know, he can give, he can give it to the sermon in, in 15 minutes. But you go, you go be a blessing to your wife. You know, the Bible says, love your wives, uh, men, as Jesus loves the church and laid down his life for the church. And then wives, honor your husbands. And when we're working together in that, I'm telling you, it's a marriage made in heaven. Glory to God. Are you hear one? And so I, I'm, I'm learning to love my wife. Amen. And thank God for the Holy Spirit. I was praying the other day and the Holy Spirit said, uh, was revealed to me, help your wife around the house. I said, yeah, get behind me, Satan. Are you hear one? I... I you know, and you know, and then, and then my wife confirmed it was the Lord because she said, you know, you're not helping me around the house and she starts talking to me, I'm like, Oh, okay, God did the Lord Are you here? Even the pastor has problems at the house. You know what I'm saying? Are you listening to what I'm saying, no, I don't have any problems, I just need to obey God. Just obey God. I mean, that, that's going to be the answer to walking in health and healing. Obey God. Amen. And I'm glad I did. And so, and so we just need to obey God. Praise God. So, so, uh, so they had a, uh, in the Old Testament, they, 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 you know, it was obeying God, which was the key. I love what it says in uh, Deuteronomy 34, uh, 7. Uh, let's back up to ex- 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 Exodus 20 through 25. So you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water and he will take sickness away from the midst of you. So I love that because sometimes when I'm praying over my food and we're saying the blessing, I say, thank you, Lord. I bless his food and you take sickness away from me. Glory to God, especially if you're eating out and you're not too sure about the restaurant. And in Deuteronomy, I love what it says here in Deuteronomy, Moses Deuteronomy 34, 7, Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyesight was clear and he was strong as ever. Think about that. Moses, and and some say, well, see, Moses is in a different class, pastor. He was the friend of God. But you know what? We're in a different class, too. Because we're not just friends of God. We're, We're more than just friends of God. We're children of God. We're sons and daughters of the Most High. How much more, how much greater relationship that we have, more than just a friend, we're connected. We're sons and daughters of God. I love when Jesus came out of that grave and he said to Mary, he said, don't touch me because I'm going to go to my father, your father. My God, your God. Woo! Glory are you listening to what I'm saying today? My father, your father. Jesus said that anyway. Oh, glory to God. In other words, we have the same relationship with God that Jesus does. Ooh, that's I could drop the mic right now, run around the room, get excited. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? We're children of the most high God. Man, get you, you, listen. If your faith, you want your faith to go higher. Do you want your faith to really get a revelation that you're a child of the Most High? Get a revelation of that. When you start thinking about that, oh, man, glory to God. I'm telling you, no matter what we're going through, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the devil's trying to put on us, I'm telling you, when we understand the love of God, we're going to make it through. That's how Jesus made it through the Garden of Gethsemane. That's how he made it through on the cross. Because he said in the last thing, he said, Into your hands I commit my spirit. He still trusted God on the cross. And you still have to trust God in your valley. Amen? Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So so, 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 so what is the new covenant? Is the new covenant any different than the old covenant? A little bit, but it still works the same because God is the same. And so if we're going to walk in divine health, we're going to have to walk in the love of God, and we have to have the knowledge that Jesus already paid the price. I'm going to say that again. we got to walk in the love of God because it's a new commandment we're walking in. The new commandment is to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. And so when you're loving God, what what equates? Have you ever thought about this? What equates to loving God? What does it really mean to love God? What does it really mean? Have you ever thought about, you know what it really means? You want me to just boil it down for you? Obedience. Yeah, it's obeying. Are you listening? If you boil down what love is, loving God is obeying him, especially when you don't want to. It's obeying him. It's when when your enemy slaps your cheek and you turn the other side. When you pray for those that despitefully use you. When you do the right thing, when the wrong things are happening. It's obedience. I'm telling you, the highest, uh, highest level of faith is obedience with a good attitude under a bad situation. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So, so really, love is just being obedient to God. Jesus said, why say, why say Lord, Lord, and not obey what I ask you to do? Or the whoo man, I'm just Psh. Psh. and one. Psh. Are you hearing what I am saying What am I saying? I'm saying we need to just obey Jesus. We, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna fix a lot of our problems, amen? And so I love that. So I'm going to give you some ways. Uh, how many people want, want some ways to receive healing from God this morning? You want some ways to receive healing from God this morning. Amen. So, so here's uh, some ways to receive healing from God. Number one, you can receive healing from God through the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, pastor, that's too easy. Well, you've you got to believe that all power on heaven and earth is derived from that name, the name of Jesus. The Bible says every knee shall bow, every tongue confess uh, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth that Jesus is Lord. The power and the name of Jesus. The one prayer that you can pray when you're in trouble is Jesus. And when you speak the name of Jesus, you're you're throwing the entire Bible, Genesis, to the book of Revelation, at the enemy. Jesus. The name that's above every name. And in Mark 16, 17 through 18, Jesus says this to us. He said, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. You know, I was was watching this one lady, and she operates in the gifts of the Spirit. And she was talking about healing. And she was saying that, you, you know, this scripture right here, you can actually lay hands on yourself and pray for yourself. That could be a revelation. In other words, if a pain comes your way, in the name of Jesus, put your hand where the pain's at and command it to go. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? You can pray for yourself. If you don't have a preacher, if you don't have somebody to agree with you in prayer, you have enough power because of the name, that there's enough power in that name that signs and wonders will follow the word of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so I love that because in Acts, uh, in, in the third chapter of Acts, uh, Peter and John, they were going to the, to the temple, and they were going, and they saw the, the beggar there, and, and, they, they, and the beggar was at the, at the temple at the, at the gate called Beautiful, and uh, Peter said, look at us, look at us, raising, raising the expectation of this beggar, and then, then Peter said, Silver and gold I have none, but what I do have, I give unto you today. Rise and walk in the name of Jesus. And he grabbed that hand of that guy. And the power of God raised this man up. And he, I don't know how long he was lame and crippled. Could have been all his life. But he was running, jumping, and dancing because of the name of Jesus. Peter said when he went in there and the people were amazed of this miracle, they started looking at Peter like he was something special. And Peter said, don't look at me because I'm so special or because of I, I, my holiness. It's because of the name of Jesus this man stands whole. The name of Jesus. That's the reason why they're trying to shut us down. They don't want Jesus being ministered. They don't want you speaking the name of Jesus. God, fine. It's okay to give God glory because God is a universal name. But when you start talking about Jesus, when you start talking about how good Jesus is, that Jesus is the Savior of the world, it separates all the other little gods and it brings God into the place where he needs to be. That's why they said to Peter and John, when they threw him in prison, you can't preach in the name of Jesus. And Peter said, I obey God over obeying man. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, we can't be ashamed of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the power to change us. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I'm telling you, Jesus is the way. He's your way out. He's the truth. He will set you free. Amen. He's the way, the truth, and he's your life. Yes, you. Amen. And so that's number one. In the name of Jesus. Number two, a prayer, anointing with oil, confession, and repentance can bring healing into your body. James 5, 14, and 16 says this way. Is any among... Anyone among you sick, let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he's committed any sins, he will be forgiven. And then it says, confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Think about that. Confess your trespasses to one another pray for one another so that you may be healed the effect of fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much so he's saying here in in this James is saying here if there's any and this is what's really he was just he was saying if there's any sick among you in other words there shouldn't be the church should not be sick Amen. but he was saying if there's any sick among you let them call upon the elders of the church. And let, the, let them anoint them with oil. With, oil is a symbolization of the Holy Spirit. And let them anoint them with oil. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And if they've committed a sin that opened the door for the enemy to attack their body, it will be forgiven. Amen. That's powerful. You might need me to come over more often to pray and let I you oil. But anyway. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? That's good news. Uh, You know, a key to healing is confessing your faults to one another and praying for one another. In other words... Unity. Listen, listen, the great faith chapter in Mark 11, when Jesus talks about speaking to the mountain and, and, and commanding that mountain to leave your life, amen, and, and believe in your heart and it will depart. One of the things that Jesus said after that dissertation, he said, if you have any ought towards anybody, forgive them. Because faith won't work with an air of offense in your heart. We got to get rid of the offense. We got to get rid of the ought. We got to. We we can't be judgmental and harboring ill will and bitterness because that will open the door for the enemy to work in our lives. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so, so number three, uh, God will heal us through, through through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I love that because you know I'm believing that God is that the anointing is increasing in this church and I'm believing that the that God's uh, that the Holy Spirit's going to start moving in a way where I'm going to start giving words of knowledge and when I speak a word of knowledge somebody's dealing with something God heals them Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? I'm praying for the best gifts, amen? And I'm believing that the word knowledge knowledge would would work. In other words, that's a word from the Holy Spirit. He will call out a disease, and then God will heal that disease. And that's the Holy Spirit working in the church. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so a lot of times people get saved through a gift of the Holy Spirit, but the enemy can come back on you know, against them, and they're going to have to learn to stand. And this is probably one of the most powerful ways that you can get your healing, and that's through the spoken word of God. This is the way where you learn how to stand in your rights in God. And through the spoken word of God, which what I mean is confessing the promises of God's word over your life. And when you start confessing the promises of God's word, those promises will, has power. There's power in the word of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12 that God's word is is sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing soul and spirit, marrow and bone, judging the very intents of the heart. The, The word of God has the power to cut off. It's like a sword. It will cut off every negative thing in our lives. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? It's like a sharp two-edged sword. And I love that because in Proverbs 4:22, it talks about that the word of God is likened to medicine. It says in Proverbs 4:20 20, through 22, "My son, give attention to my words; incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes; keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and they are health" To all their flesh. In other words, another translation says that the word of God, listen to me. The word of God, don't disconnect with me. The word of God is medicine. Amen. Medicine. I heard about this lady that was dealing with mental problems. The, the enemy was working on her mind. And she was dealing with these, you know, spirits speaking to her, mental issues and all that. And so, and so uh, uh, one of the, my congregational members uh, was led by the Spirit of God to give her one of those confession sheets and was led to tell her to start confessing the Scriptures over herself. And she would start reading them every day. And guess what? The voices, the confusion, everything started leaving. Her mind started becoming calm. Her mind, Are you listening to what I'm saying? How many people could stand a calm mind? A peaceful uh, 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 attitude. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I need peace in my life. I need calmness in my life. The, the devil is the author of confusion. And he wants to try to confuse us. But the word of God will bring, will bring strength and balance in our lives. And a number five key to receiving healing in your life is through praise, thanksgiving, and worship. I'm telling you, that's the, that, that's the key. It's through praise, thanksgiving, and worship. And when we start praising God, not that he's going to do something, but he already consummated 2,000 years on the cross, and we thank God that he's already done it. When we get our faith in the now, and we start thanking God, thank you, Jesus, by your stripes, I am healed. I receive my healing. You may be still dealing with pain. Because faith works this way. It believes before it receives. Can I say that again? Faith believes then receives. Faith does not receive first and then believes. I'm from Missouri. Show me. You know. No. Faith has to believe first and when you believe you receive. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So so what we do is, I like to say, we praise the promises of God. We thank God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, you sent your word, and you healed me, and you delivered me from all my destructions. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. Thank you, Almighty God. You are my shepherd, and I shall not lack for any good thing. Thank you, Lord Jesus, by your stripes, I'm healed, I'm delivered, and I'm set free. Thank you, Jehovah God. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth me. And you start praising and thanking him. And God I'm telling you what happened is you're lining up with the truth of God's word. You're, you're, you're doing what Amos 3, 3 says, unless two come together in agreement, they cannot walk together. In other words, we've got to come together in agreement with God's Word. And when we come in together in agreement with God's Word, start agreeing with who He is, what He has, and what He can do, I'm telling you, we're going to be walking in freedom. We're going to be walking in health and healing and deliverance. Do you believe it today? Did you receive it today? I'm telling you, start praising God. Some of you might need to praise God more. Petition him less and praise him more. Petition is asking, oh, please, God, heal me. Please, God, heal me. No, he has already healed you 2,000 years ago. You thank him for the healing that is working in your body, that the power of God is working, causing a healing to come to pass in your body. I'm telling you, I heard about this. Now, listen, I'm not telling you to throw away your medicine today. You know, I'm not telling you, to, oh, that's it, I'm believing God, I'm throwing my medicine away. No, 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 I'm not telling you to do that. But you got to be led by the Spirit of God. What to do? Check with your doctor. And then, and then you know, uh, uh, then maybe the Lord might be leading you to, to, to come off your medication little by little by little. Yes, yes. Yo, you hear what I'm saying today? Because sometimes we have more faith in medication. Oh, my gosh, I'm preaching today. Sometimes we have more faith in the doctor and more in the medication than we do in the Word of God. And I'm going to say this. Put your faith in the Word. Thank God for medication. But put your faith in the Word. Every time you take medication, thank God that your body's being healed and you're not going to have need of it anymore. Start making a confession. Believe God. That your cholesterol is down. That you have a healthy heart. Amen. It's not going to help if you're eating all the donuts. But you're going to have to work, work with God. Amen. Amen. But today we're going, to have, we're going to have a feast today after this service. And so I'm giving you permission to eat all the dessert that you want. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying But But moderation Amen. is the key. Did you receive it this morning? I'm telling you, it is God's perfect will for you to be healed. Last, last uh, scripture I want you to stand on. The Bible says, "If you uh, says this way, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee." And so I'm going to say this: Understand that the that the, that sickness comes from God, and you should never get you should never ha- have something that belongs to somebody else. And sickness does not belong to you; it belongs to the enemy. And so what you say is, no, I'm not going to receive that. I'm, I'm going to submit myself to God and his word, and I'm going to resist the devil. I'm going to resist the temptation uh, to, to focus on the problem. And I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, believe God's word. And the Bible says that the devil has to flee. You believe that today? We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m., nurseries and children's church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.